and you know, in in the lucky instances where children do come home, um, as I said earlier, we still have those behavioural and emotional hurdles that is a daily battle for us to try to overcome and to help them become survivors and no longer victims of a system. But then you look on the other side of the coin where they're adults, they don't understand because of all the trauma they've gone through as a child from being removed from their family, their community, and taken from their country. A lot of times they don't know how to go home or even where to go home. And there's also been a lot of cases where they've gone home but they don't know how to connect so they don't go back. They turn to drugs, they turn to alcohol, they go into... So what they do is they trade one institution, which is a department, then they go on to be in the jail prison system because they don't understand that they've been in this situation, in this institutional environment for so long. It's, it's just their life but they don't understand why they behave and do the things that they do. Mm. And, and a lot commit suicide as well. So it sounds like the child protection system is doing more harm by, what, by its practices. What do you think they, they could do or, or that um, they should do to improve the situation? I would dearly love for them to just scrap the whole system but there's a big but in there. There are times there there needs to be a system, but there needs to be a fair and just system. What they need to do is sit down and talk to Aboriginal First Nation people to work out what have we done wrong? How can we sort this out? How can we work together as it united people to rectify this. Now, I'm not saying there's always going to have to be a system where children have to be protected because every child that walks this earth have rights. Their rights are to be loved, cherished, cared for, nurtured, and they all have the right to know who they are and where they come from. And that's regardless of race, race or culture. Now, if there's a system, a situation where a child is at risk, that child above all else needs to be protected. And I've always advocated for this. But that doesn't mean that they have to be taken from the whole of family and the whole of community. And I like to call it respite. For instance, if there's domestic violence within the household, there's drugs, there's alcohol, abuse. These families need help to understand what is happening within their household. Why are they acting the way they do? So it's about taking those those little ones away and putting them with nan, auntie, uncle, cousin, 
or someone within the community. That would take away the trauma of the separation because these children still have access to people that they know and they love. In that time, what the department should do is work with the families, and certainly I, I say the children are silent sufferers. They need to be worked with as well, so with counsellors and so forth, so that the, these children can come back with mum and dad in a controlled environment and say to mum and dad, your actions make me feel this way. So in actual fact, we're creating a stronger family circle. It, it's not really rocket science. It's, it, it can be achieved. It's hard for people who are having a crisis to reflect on their own problems, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. So I guess that's why that, that outside help is needed. But is that being provided at the moment? No. And, and where there are, like for instance at the moment, there, there are little twins that were taken from their mum um, and normally they do this, as we call it a, a Friday special. Um, they were removed from mum at like 3.30 in the afternoon on a Friday and mum was given two days to get a house. Mm. I defy anybody to do that over a Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Whereas the department, there are steps that they are meant to take in relation to a removal. But what they nine times out of ten do is they bypass all of those and go straight to the removal. Now, if they would have worked with mum and said, we have some concerns, and quite often they, they will say there are risks, but um, they don't want to discuss those risks with you. So how can anybody address something if they don't mm. know what the so-called problem is? So mum, mum is not aware that they only have to hold these babies for a few months and they can legally adopt them out. Wow. And, and that's, that's heartbreaking. And in actual fact, they're my family, these, these little ones. And it's very hard for me to, to know these things, and, but I don't want to upset mum by saying your babies can be adopted out. Yeah. They're supposed to be domestic violence in the past. Well, okay, let's mum's only young, let's get some help in for mum so that she can understand what domestic violence is because it's not just about hitting somebody. There's a whole scope that domestic violence encompasses. So it's about educating them about what, what actually is domestic violence, empowering them as individuals and giving them a plan so that if this occurs, these are my options. And it's also about us as community putting a network of elder people around them so that they feel more supported. These are, these are things that the department is meant to do, mm. but they look at putting these things in place after the removal. And the bottom line is you can do these domestic violence courses, you know, till you're blue in the face and they come up with another goalpost. Yeah. So it's very, very difficult.